1: I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is
0: my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved.
2: War Room. Here's your
1: host, Stephen K. Bannon. This may be or may not be um, your reaction now that you've had a chance to go through it. Um, Is it what you thought it was going to be, and are you unimpressed?
3: It it is what I thought it was going to be in terms of focusing on the payments that were made, the falsification of the records, and really tied to the payment that was made to Stormy Daniels. Uh, In terms of a case that's being brought against a former president, it's a little underwhelming. Um, Mm. there's, There's not more to it. Uh, There's not more violations, tax violations. Um, There's not an incredible new set of facts that we didn't know about publicly. It's really the facts of this case as they have existed for basically almost seven years.
1: Thank you for joining us here today. Earlier this afternoon, Donald Trump was arraigned on a New York Supreme Court indictment, returned by a Manhattan grand jury on 34 felony counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. Under New York state law, it is a felony to falsify business records with intent to defraud and intent to conceal another crime. That is exactly what this case is about. 34 false statements made to cover up other crimes. These are felony crimes in New York state no matter who you are. We cannot and will not normalize serious criminal conduct. The defendant repeatedly made false statements on New York business records. He also caused others to make false statements. The defendant claimed that he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services performed in 2017. This simply was not true. And it was a false statement that the defendant made month after month. And I approve this message. April, May, June, and so on through the rest of the year. For nine straight months, the defendant held documents in his hand containing this key lie that he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services performed in 2017. And he personally signed checks for payments to Michael Cohen for each of these nine months. In total, the grand jury found there were 34 documents with this critical false statement. Why did Donald Trump repeatedly make these false statements? The evidence will show that he did so to cover up crimes relating to the 2016 election. Donald Trump Executives at the publishing company, American Media Incorporated, Mr. Cohen and others agreed in 2015 to a catch and kill scheme. That is a scheme to buy and suppress negative information to help Mr. Trump's chance of winning the election. As part of this scheme, Donald Trump and others made three payments to people who claim to have negative information about Mr. Trump. To make these payments, they set up shell companies, and they made yet more false statements, including, for example, in AMI, American Media Incorporated's business records. One of the three people that they paid to keep quiet was a woman named Stormy Daniels. Less than two weeks before the presidential election, Michael Cohen wired $130,000 to Stormy Daniels' lawyer. That payment was to hide damaging information from the voting public. The participant scheme was illegal. The scheme violated New York election law, which makes it a crime to conspire to promote a candidacy by unlawful means. The $130,000 wire payment exceeded the federal campaign contribution cap. And the false statements in AMI's books violated New York law. That is why Mr. Trump made false statements about his payments to Mr. Cohen. He could not simply say that the payments were a reimbursement for Mr. Cohen's payments to Sandy, to Stormy Daniels. To do so, to make that true statement, would have been to admit a crime. So instead, Mr. Trump said that he was paying Mr. Cohen for fictitious legal services in 2017 to cover up actual crime committed the prior year. And in order to get Michael Cohen his money back, they planned one last false statement. In order to complete the scheme, they plan to mischaracterize the repayments to Mr. Cohen as income to the New York State tax authorities. The conduct I just described uh, and that which was charged by the grand jury is felony criminal conduct in New York State. True and accurate business records are important everywhere to be sure. They are all the more important in Manhattan, the financial center of the world. That is why we have a history in the Manhattan DA's office of vigorously enforcing white-collar crime. My office, including the talented prosecutors you saw at arraignment earlier today has charged hundreds of felony falsifying business records. This charge, it can be said, is the bread and butter of our white collar work. And fraud presents itself in all different forms here in Manhattan. We've charged falsifying business records for those who violated federal bank secrecy laws. We have charged falsifying business records For those who were seeking to cover up sex crimes and we have brought this charge for those who committed tax violations at its core this case today is one with allegations like so many of our white collar cases allegations that someone lied again and again to protect their interests and evade the laws to which we are all held accountable as this office has done Time and time again, we today uphold our solemn responsibility to ensure that everyone stands equal before the law. No amount of money and no amount of power changes that enduring American principle. I'll now take questions. So we're gonna take a limited number of questions. There are no follow-up questions, one question for the reporter. I will call on you. And again, we have
4: limited time. Um, the uh, Mr. Bryant, the document says that uh, there were 34 false uh, business uh, uh, records.
3: Uh, and they would then conceal another
4: crime but the indictment does not specifically say what those crimes were. We are assuming perhaps that they might be election related. I'm wondering if you can specify what laws were also
1: broken. Sure. So let me, let me say as an initial matter the, the indictment doesn't specify it because the law does not so require. Uh, in my remarks I mentioned a couple of laws which I will highlight uh, again now. Uh, the, the, the first is New York State election law. Which makes it a crime uh, to conspire to promote a candidacy by unlawful means Uh, i further indicated a a number of unlawful means including more additional false statements including statements that were planned to be made to tax authorities Uh, i also noted the federal election law cap on contribution uh, limits but why weren't there those crimes charged? What was he charged with those crimes? Well, we, we I'm not going to go into our delivery process on what was brought, the charges that were brought were the ones that were brought. The evidence in the law uh, is, is the basis for those decisions.
3: You had expressed a year ago that, you know, you had some reservations
5: about the case of readiness. Can you talk to us about what were some of the questions in your mind that needed to be answered in order to bring a case, you know, this uh management?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm not going to go chapter and verse into uh, any thinking. What I will say is, I believe the time period you're talking about, I've been in office uh, for a couple of months. Uh, the uh, investigation, in my view, was not concluded into the conduct uh, in particular that, that is the basis for the charges today. Uh, since that time, we've had uh, more evidence uh, made available to the office and the opportunity to meet with additional witnesses. Uh, so, uh, as I said earlier, I've been doing this for 24 years, uh, I don't bring cases prior to a thorough and rigorous investigation. Now, having done so, the case has been brought.
5: This rag Brad Garrett Hake with NBC News. Uh, your predecessor took a hard look at this case and decided not to charge it. Federal prosecutors took a hard look at this case and decided not to charge it. Do you believe you have new evidence that led you to decide to charge this or why now?
1: Well, as I I just mentioned, we have uh, had available to the office additional evidence uh, that was not in the office's possession prior to my time here. Uh, And as to uh, your your, part of your question about the the federal, we have a distinct and strong, I would say profound, independent interest in New York State. This is the business capital of the world. Uh, We regularly uh, do cases involving false business statements. The bedrock, in fact, the basis for uh, business integrity and a well-functioning business marketplace is true and accurate record-keeping. That's the charge that's brought here, falsifying New York State business records.
0: Inflation has consequences. As the Fed raises interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending, long-term bonds have diminished in value, crippling banks. Depositors are holding their breath, and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Diversification has never looked more important to you. The recent surge in gold prices is directly tied to the extreme market volatility right now. This is why gold has historically been a great hedge against the stock market and against inflation. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, 298-9898 to get a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert your existing IRA or 401ks that are tied to a volatile market into an IRA in physical precious metals, either gold or silver. And here's the best part. It's tax sheltered. Let me repeat that. It's tax sheltered. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today. Take action.
1: Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
0: We have CNN over there saying right now, this, this, these charges are so weak, so pathetic, so amateurish that they think it puts in jeopardy all the other ways that come from President Trump. Can you summarize this?
2: This is worse than the media leaks. This is worse than, than expected. This indictment is an abomination. It is absolutely insane that uh, the Soros-funded Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, brought the first Indictment ever of a former president, a former president who also happens to be the leading uh, presidential candidate of the opposing party, and they bring this indictment. And then Alvin Bragg gets up in front of the TV cameras, and the reporters ask him what the legal basis is for his indictment. What is the, the what is the what is the other crime that makes these misdemeanors, these supposed misdemeanors, felonies? And Alvin Bragg says. He doesn't need to put it in the indictment that, you know, it's, it's unbelievable to me that he is much dumber than I expected. I, I mean, I, it was, I was, I I don't get, I don't get stunned very often. I was stunned by watching his press conference because he's incredibly dumb and his indictment is a complete abomination. If, if, if there were any justice in New York, this judge would throw off this indictment immediately. But we can't expect that because we're dealing with Democrat Party machine elected bosses in New York City and then Democrat appointed uh, appellate judges in New York State. We haven't had a Republican in, what, 17 years? There's no chance that that President Trump is going to get a fair hearing with with these New York judges, or this New York City jury pool, or this crazy, dumb George Soros funded Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg.
0: Hold on, hold it. The, 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 the affirmative action Harvard. Yeah, um, I we got to go back to Bragg. He couldn't even articulate. He's reading the document in front of him, written by the other lawyers. When he had to do the q and A, I I have never seen a senior public official be a dare in the headlights. He could not wait to get off that stage. He had no earthy idea what he was doing, no earthy idea what he's talking about. This is a joke. The first question from, from one of the reporters was, hey, where are the crimes? So repeat that, Mike. When he was asked, hey, I, I'm, I'm reading your thing. I don't really see where you've listed the crimes. Where are the crimes? What did the, the district attorney
2: of Manhattan tell the world, sir? So Soros puppet Alvin Bragg said that he's not required by the law to uh, to uh, to put in the indictment what the crimes are. I guess people can just guess. It could be, uh, you know, a, a whole host of crimes that he can just pull out of thin air at any time. That's not how due process works in our country. You have to you have to let the defendant know uh, the crimes with which they're charged so they can defend themselves. Right. And that's just if that's the New York law, that's unconstitutional. That's a violation of the due process clause. Of the Fourteenth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, and Alvin Bragg, even if even if he didn't have to include the the the, the legal basis in his indictment, which I find mind boggling, but in New York, anything could happen with these left wing lunatics. Why would if you're bringing this unprecedented indictment of a former president, this 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 indictment based upon a legal theory that? Your office rejected before you got there at Bragg's urging when he was in the New York Attorney General's office. The Manhattan U.S. Attorney rejected this legal theory. The Federal Election Commission rejected this legal theory. Alvin Bragg rejected this legal theory until December when Alvin Bragg brought in this Biden Justice Department senior official, Matthew Colangelo, this partisan hack political appointee to bring these Trump charges. Why wouldn't Alvin Bragg Put in the indictment what the legal basis is for this unprecedented indictment of a former president and potentially future president. It's just it shows incredible lack of legal judgment, prosecutorial discretion by Alvin Bragg. It shows that he's a partisan hack and it shows why George Soros gave him over a million dollars to win this Manhattan D.A. race. Alvin Bragg is a disgrace. He should resign. He should be disbarred. He should be put in prison.
0: I want to get to the, the prosecutorial abuse that we should go after and the Republicans who have been basically stone quiet. And I, a couple of tweets and a few comments doesn't hack it. Okay. We're at war with these people. Um, I'll get to Colangelo in a second. Just explain to the audience. There are 34 kind of cut and paste all about business records. Am I wrong? I mean, just can you just walk us through what they've actually included in the document? Cause it looks like they cut and paste 34 business record violations is that what this is
2: it's insane so president so at best if you look at this indictment in the light most favorable to the government at best donald trump had an affair with stormy daniels back in 2005 2006 whenever it was in 2016 president trump paid $130,000 through his attorney to settle a nuisance claim to make this bembo stripper go away right that is not a crime that is not a crime anywhere, but even if it is a crime in New York because it was put in the wrong category in the books, even if it's a misdemeanor, I don't know how it would be a, a misdemeanor because Bragg even admitted that the money that was repaid to Michael Cohen, the convicted perjurer, disbarred attorney, the money that was allegedly repaid by Trump to Michael Cohen, Cohen paid taxes on it. So what is New York out? What are, what taxes are New York out here? This is insane, but that That's the allegation. That would be a misdemeanor at best under New York law, a two-year statute of limitations. That would have expired in 2018. So Alvin Bragg is trying to say that these continued payments to Michael Cohen extended the statute of limitations, and it's some fraud, right? We're still beyond the statute of limitations. Remember, the Man- Manhattan DA previously declined these charges. It is such a bogus legal theory. And they asked Bragg, okay... In order to turn this from a misdemeanor into a felony under New York law, you have to show that that, that the, the the cook in the books was to cover up another crime. What was the other crime? Alvin Bragg won't say. He, it's not in the indictment what the other crime is. And then he, he alludes to it, oh, it could hold be hold a hold campaign. Hang right, right on, hang
0: on, right there. Right there. I just got to put a pin on it. This whole All these backflips have been doing on cable TV for the last four or five weeks, right? About what, what 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 was the jujitsu he did to get to the other crime? That's specifically, what he did not put in the indictment, and he refused to answer it. When the when the the first reporter, you could tell the legal press in the room was in shock about what how light this was. That's when the guy asked the first question. Uh, hey, where's the crimes here? Are you telling me that that's what Alan Bragg looked in the camera and said? Well, I'm not I'm not required to put him in here.
2: Uh, he he said that, and it, he, I mean, it's it's stunning to me that you do, a prosecutor does not have to put the legal basis for an indictment in the indictment. That that doesn't make sense under the due process clause of the of the Fourteenth Amendment. But again, even if that's somehow the case, which I doubt it is, because Alvin Bragg seems like the dumbest attorney I've ever seen on TV. But even if that is the case, why would he not show good? judgment, prosecutorial discretion, and just good legal judgment and political judgment, and have an airtight case against a former president and potentially a future president of the United States before you bring an unprecedented indictment based upon a bogus legal theory that his office, the the Manhattan U.S. Attorney's Office, the Federal Election Commission, and Bragg himself previously declined to prosecute.
0: The other things he's talking about, New York State election law. President Trump was running for a federal office, correct? Doesn't the fe- isn't the federal election law is the one that you've got to look to? Not, not, he kept he kept quoting a New York State law. President Trump's not running for an office in New York State, unless they, I guess they say the electoral votes are there. I mean, how does he focus on New York electoral law and not the elect- electoral the FEC and the electoral law for federal elections,
2: sir? Remember, Brad Smith, who was the Republican federal election commissioner appointed by uh, President Clinton, came out and wrote a Wall Street Journal piece saying that this is just a completely bogus legal theory. And it's actually even worse because Bragg will not even put the underlying predicate crime in the indictment to turn it from a misdemeanor into a felony. This is so bad that even the, the liberal reporters and that room were stunned you 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 put in your opening that cnn's even stunned like if you can't get cnn to defend you as a democrat elected uh new york uh, county manhattan d.a then you have a really really bad case
0: um right now on cnn we'll try to pull it by the way we want to thank our audience for hanging with us we want to thank the team out in denver and in washington dc we had a crash of the entire system as uh, as we went on, one of the things we did play to try to be I don't know funny, but you had mentioned to me before the show that that and I think you tweeted it out that Donald Trump should say what he, he like that disclaimer at the end I paid for I'm Donald Trump and I pay for this ad. Trump always brings out the dumbest enemies, does he not, Mike Davis?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's stunning to me that this moron graduated from Harvard and Harvard Law School. You know, if you're going to if you're going to have affirmative action like this, at least don't have the dumbest people, the dumbest graduates you have go on TV because it makes Harvard and Harvard Law look so bad that they have this guy who actually got a degree from either one of those institutions. This is that 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 press conference was the dumbest thing I've ever seen on TV. And it's the dumbest indictment I've ever seen, probably in new york history
0: uh mike can you hang on and by the way mike uh can we announce i think you're doing jesse walters tonight on uh, jesse waters on uh, on fox so mike will be up there we're going to ask mike to hang through the break we're gonna try to get everything sorted here i think we're trying to get gavin wax gavin's been down there all day uh to give us uh, exactly what uh what happened um we're gonna take a short commercial break we'll be back in a second but i can tell you on, I can tell you, on on cable right now, and particularly CNN, they had Anderson Cooper come in early, Jack T- Taper, uh, Jack Tapper, all of them. They were arguing amongst themselves, Mike Davis, that this was so weak and pathetic that it could put all the other uh, potential charges. They're they're ganging up on President Trump and making up the federal grand jury in Washington D.C., Fulton County, that they're in shock how weak this is and could put everything in potential jeopardy. Okay, President Trump is going to address the nation tonight at 8.15 from Mar-a-Lago. Real America's Voice will be covering that live short break. We got Gavin Wax, the Mike Davis. We're going to get it all sorted here in the world. We're back in a moment.
2: Because we're taking down the CCP.
4: Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh no, I have title insurance. No, it's, it's in my name, or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that, that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name.
0: That's a convicted criminal confessing how easily a criminal can find, forge, and refile your home's title in his name. I discovered that neither my identity theft program nor homeowners insurance protected me. That's why I chose Home Title Lock, and you should too. You could already be a victim and not even know it. Go to hometitlelock.com and get a free title scan with sign up. You need to verify your home is still in your name. Then use code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, for 30 free days of protection. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to code Bannon for free 30 days. That's Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com.
1: Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. This may be or may not be. Um Your reaction now that you've had a chance to go through it, um, is it what you thought it was going to be, and are you unimpressed?
3: It it is what I thought it was going to be in terms of focusing on the payments that were made, the falsification of the records, and really tied to the payment that was made to Stormy Daniels. Uh, In terms of a case that's being brought against a former president, it's a little underwhelming. Um, there's, there's not more to it. Uh, there's not more violations, tax violations. Um, there's not an incredible new set of facts that we didn't know about publicly. It's really the facts of this case as they have existed for basically almost seven years.
0: <laughs> Mike Davis, Colangelo, they had the DOJ. They've got direct contacts to the Biden white house. They've been working on this. This is the best they got. Talk about making Donald Trump uh, forget the primary, they just made him president. This is the biggest, most embarrassing. These people are not just out of control, they're stupid and they're out of control and we have to take them down. Okay? The all these people need to be thrown out. The Republican Party in Washington have got to cut the money off to DOJ today and they got to go after Bragg for prosecutorial abuse. This is an embarrassment. And all this happy talk about, oh, New York City, we're the thing of New York City. All the crimes are going on Wall Street every day. You're kidding me. You're, you're all, none of the crimes that were charged about what happened in 2008, and you're going to sit there with a straight face and talk about a bookkeeping, uh, a, a, some bookkeeping records thing, and he's going to sit there all puffed up. He is an embarrassment. And it's an embarrassment to Harvard University, an embarrassment to Harvard Law. That it, He couldn't, he's so gutless and so dumb. You see, we get, we're going to play the Q and A, or maybe in the six o'clock show. He couldn't wait to get off that stage. And if you want to own the decision, you stand there and take. You got the best uh, legal reporters in the country. You take every question they got and you answer it. Okay, you answer it. He couldn't wait. He couldn't answer a question. He looked like a fool, and he couldn't wait to put his tail between his legs and run off there. Mike Davis.
2: Yeah, I mean, usually he's probably used to the New York press. Feeding him grapes because that's usually what they do. But this case is such a dog. It's so, it's such an abomination. It's so dumb that even the liberal New York reporters uh, grilled him on that. He couldn't withstand the scrutiny. This is this is what we've been saying for weeks now, Steve. That this is going to this is this indictment is going to substantially help President Trump in the polls, and it's going to it's going to undermine the other lawfare against President Trump. Now that Alvin Bragg. Has doofusly come out with his bogus charges first. It's going to undermine the Democrats' lawfare with uh, Garland Special Counsel Jess- Jack Smith. He's investigating the non-crime of a president having president a, f- a former president having presidential records in the office of former president, which is allowed by the Presidential Records Act. He's also looking along with Fulton County DA Fannie Willis, a Democrat in Georgia. They're both looking at the non-crime of presidents objecting to a presidential election and twisting arms and lobbying others to do that, that's allowed by the Electoral Count Act of 1887. That's allowed by the First Amendment. Alvin Bragg has the weakest of the three cases. They're all bad cases. Alvin Bragg's is the weakest. The fact that he went out first is so stupid. It reminds me of during the Kavanaugh confirmation when I worked for then-chairman Chuck Grassley when Michael—there were six allegations— against Kavanaugh. All of them were bogus, but the most bogus one was Michael Alvinati and Julie Swetnick. And they came bursting onto the scene with their buffoonery and undermined the other five allegations against Kavanaugh. That's exactly what's going to happen here with Alvin Bragg, big, dumb, loud, stupid Alvin Bragg coming in with these completely, just completely bogus clown. charges He's against president He's Trump.
0: He's a clown. Just embarrass the nation in front of the world. What a clown. Um, if you're going to come, come smart. Don't come like a bozo. The um, no. last thing, because I, I know you got to go. We're going to let you bounce here. But, but what should the Republicans be doing now to go on offense? First off, prosecutors throughout the country ought to be going after all these Democratic politicians immediately. But what can they do in, in regards to this?
2: Well, everyone in Wisconsin needs to turn out today for the Wisconsin Supreme Court race. Get out and vote. the the, the It's a four to three uh, conservative Supreme Court. That could be the other way around. It could flip. You'll lose the right to speak, associate, worship, and defend yourselves if liberals take over the Wisconsin Supreme Court. That's number one. House Judiciary Committee uh, Jim Jordan needs to fire off subpoenas immediately for Alvin Bragg. For this matthew colangelo the biden justice department operative political operative who's running this this is congress has a responsibility under section five of the 14th amendment to ensure that all americans uh get due process and equal protection uh, of the law in these states this is clearly not happening drag them in uh, this manhattan da's office also takes federal funding Uh, So Congress has an oversight responsibility there. There's clear collusion between the Biden Justice Department, particularly Matthew Colangelo, who was the acting number three, the acting associate attorney general, then the number two to the number three for a long time when Brad recruited him to come into the Manhattan DA's office. They're also contorting federal election law, right? The federal election law is not what Alvin Bragg says it is. So Jim Jordan should fire subpoenas and get Alvin Bragg's big ass into a seat immediately in front of the spotlights and have him explain, bring his sidekick, Matthew Colangelo, and have them explain why they brought these partisan charges against a former president for the first time ever and a presidential candidate. This is election interference, and we're not gonna stand for this as a country.
0: That's the that's the election violation, election interference. Mike Davis, how do people, what's your social media?
2: Article3project.org, article number3project.org, at Article Three Project, at Article Number Three Project, on getter Twitter Truth, and my personal is at MrdDmia at MrdDmi. And thank you, Steve.
0: Look forward to seeing you on Jesse Waters tonight, sir. Thank. You. Knock him dead. Thank you, thank you brother. Um, let me go to Gavin Wax. Gavin, before I talk about the, the situation, where it was like, all that, give me your sense of this because uh, this is humiliating for the people of New York, New York state, give me, give me your sense of, uh, of brag and what actually happened here, the cut and paste on this ridiculous 34 counts in these business records.
4: I mean, look, he's an incompetent, uh, meritocracy is dead in all our institutions. That's why no one has any faith in our institutions, as far as this indictment is concerned, he cites Penal uh, Code 17510, uh, which is a classy felony, but it has to be fraud in the furtherance of another crime, an underlying crime, but they haven't shown what that crime is or even proven it. Uh, so the whole thing is just ridiculous. It's full of holes. It's full of nonsense. It's it's thin. It's, it's not there. It's fugazi in New York talk. So... I'm curious to see how this develops further Uh, and I think this is going to test our entire system. It's going to test the entire, you know, republic. I mean, this has to go all the way up, all the way up the the appellate, to the Court of Appeals, to the Supreme Court, wherever, but this can't stand. I mean, this is this is uh, obscene from, from top down. And again, this is a district attorney who has a philosophy on crime that places the criminal above the victim, that refuses to prosecute basic violent offenses, but this is what he's focused on, a uh, cockamamie uh, legal uh, theory that has never been proven before and has no victim. Uh, there is no victim here to this supposed crime, this bookkeeping error, if that w- was w- we, people had talked about that for weeks. Were you actually
0: surprised at how poor it was and how he couldn't, he's so dumb. He can't say, he has no earthy idea that it's hooked together. This is this guys. He could not sit there and do anything but read the document from, him. and this is how you tell the difference. Once you get him off the reading, have the questions asked to him and see if they can handle the questions. He could not answer. You saw the flop sweat right there. It was nothing but flop sweat. Okay. He couldn't answer one question and he couldn't wait. He couldn't wait to get off that podium. Just all of a sudden after three or four questions, boom, just takes his note. Ah, we're done. We're finished. You yeah, you're saying it right.
4: A lot of these figures, you 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 never see them speak. You never see them come in public. I mean, they avoid the public spotlight and Alvin Bragg, is the epitome of that. I mean, I see his face constantly in the papers and the post and whatever. He's always out there, he's always in the news, but you never actually hear him speak. You never actually see him like actually addressing a crowd or, or defending his positions. It's all through curated press statements, this, that and the other, they hide. They put a, a level of separation between themselves and the public because at the end of the day, they cannot withstand the public criticism or a real, uh, a real journalist asking real questions. They have been living and operating under an extreme Extremely easy environment where they're they're running on easy mode and and, and they they don't have to actually be held accountable uh, for anything that they do and any of the policies they implement and and he again chokes under pressure uh, you saw it today as what you're citing and he's just not an impressive guy and he he is the embodiment. Of the downfall of American meritocracy and the institutions that you know we supposedly once held uh, very dear, and uh, this is just another example of that. And it's uh, an extremely sad day for our republic that a man of such uh, low low IQ and low standing uh, is going to be the one bringing these charges against President Donald J. Trump, probably one of the greatest presidents uh, in, in in generations. Uh,
0: Gavin Wax has head of the uh, young the New York Young Republicans Club. Gavin. Your beloved New York City, you're a New York City guy. They, they talk about downgrading all these felonies. I think the day downgraded a bunch to, to misdemeanors. The place is it's totally lawless. Give us your sense of what message does this send to people when he's all puffed up talking about the integrity of Wall Street and they got to protect the integrity of Wall Street. Nothing but a bunch of criminals up there every day making money off the people. Nobody, nobody, nobody was brought to trial on, t- on what happened in 2008. Nobody's been brought to trial on any of this stuff, right? And he's sitting there all puffed up, got to bring Trump up here on some business records thing. What kind of signals this
4: send? It sends that we live in a, a not only just a law. It's a lawless society for the little guy. It's a lawless society for the Joe Schmo. Uh, but there are the there, all the laws and and the pretenses are obviously there to protect uh, a certain uh, you know a segment of the the elites and a certain population in New York or otherwise. So we're living in a in, in a dual society where you know there's completely different sets of standards uh, for different for for individuals depending on where they fall socioeconomically or politically or whatever. And it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace to our nation, and it's a disgrace to this city, and uh, it's it's showing that people should, one, live in fear because the criminals, the real criminals, are running free, and it should also show it's meant to demonstrate to them that they need to be in their place, that they need to shut up, take it, and move along, and uh, we're just going to be blatant. I mean, there is a sort of power projection here in how blatant you can be in terms of your corruption, your criminality, and, and your totalitarianism. It's almost off-putting. It can, it can scare your Opposition into even challenge from even challenging you. So uh, you have to admire, just from a power politics perspective, how blatant and shameless uh, the elites in this country have become. The the leftist elites in New York City have become. And you know, to 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 them, I mean, what do they have to worry about? I mean, the city is a one party city. It's a one party city. It's a one party state. They control the entire apparatus of government from the city council on to the state senate, all the courts, the entire executive. Everything there's there's no competition politically in New York State or New York City. It's a token opposition, and the Republicans that run it are 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 just keen to be a token opposition. So this is the future for the country as a whole if we don't stop this nonsense. They want to import New York style one party rule uh, to the country as a whole, and uh, we need to do everything we can to fight back against that.
0: Yeah, but if you can just hold through the break, I want to ask you: they try to intimidate you. They try to intimidate MTG. Uh, Eric Adams called her out or actually threatened her uh, yesterday, and then, of course, they sent the thugs down uh, to the park and didn't have any uh, separation between the two groups. Gavin Wax is the president of the New York Young Republicans Club, the most active, vibrant, robust, on-point Republican club in the country. He was down there today outside of 100 Center Street on a complete – this – that was a fiasco. It was a joke, and what happened in that courtroom is a joke, okay? They just – made Donald Trump the Republican nominee and I believe made him the next president of the United States. Take a short commercial break. Gavin Waxman, we're trying to get Real America's Voice on Ben Burquam, had some action today. He saw a little action down in, uh, I think it was Panama, down by the Darien Gap, in a firefight. uh, A lot of people complain uh, about the state of our country to report it all. corporations treat us. And they're important. But it's not enough to we complain. We need to the change the way the marketplace we works. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's you. take down do you In less than a year, Public like- SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the, word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free, so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to PublicSQ.com. That's PublicSQ.com.
4: The has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech
0: Okay, we got a lot going on. I want to thank the great team out of Denver. We had a full crash in Denver, DC, and the embassy. Uh, we're back up. I want to thank everybody, the team there. Um, a, a couple of things: gold hit an all-time high today, a relative all-time high. Go to BirchGold.com. We don't steer you wrong. You make the you get just get the information. You got to make your own choices, but you need to immerse yourself right now in all the information related to precious metals as an alternative in the financial firestorm that we have called from day one. Don't believe the other business channels. Don't believe the happy talk you hear. Come here to the war room and just see the facts that we lay out and the shots that we call months, if not years in advance. Right now, another firestorm about the U.S. dollar ain't going to get any better. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get the end of the dollar empire, the third installment, all of it free, the debt trap. You need to get this to understand exactly what's going on in this world of uh, fighting, of this massive spending that's caused this nightmare, and now we've got the end of the dollars, the prime reserve currency, as even Malaysia has announced with China, they're going to work on a fund to, to clear their trades in something that's not a U.S. dollar. Also, if Reuters, Ipso, poll just hit, primary poll, Donald Trump, 48%, wait for it, Ron DeSantis, 19%, not even a two-handle in it, and that's even before today. think it's game over, folks. We said, okay, let's go. The intrepid Oscar Blue Ramirez and the intrepid uh, Ben Burquam. You got in a firefight today, guys. I I let you out of my sight. Are you down there with Jan? I mean, what's going on? Please, please don't get shot up down there. What's happening, Burquam and Oscar?
5: Uh, I got to tell you, Steve, this is probably the most insightful trip we've ever had. We were down in the Darien Gap doing a reverse flow trip from Bajo Chiquito back over to the Columbia side to uh, Puerto Baldia, and in day two, today we woke up, we started walking, saw more illegals than we've ever seen before, uh, and we started getting reports that there were bandits, there were robbers and rape, uh, rapists that were up in the uh, basically the, the higher mountains, and we were with the center front, the special forces of border patrol down here, went into it, we actually, they engaged with these three men, uh, ended up uh, shooting one of them, uh, he, he died at the scene, uh, that same guy shot one of the migrants, and uh, two others were apprehended. So, I, I mean, just wait till you see what we've got. But I just, first off, I want to say, Center front, these guys are absolute heroes.
0: This is amazing. And uh, by tomorrow, uh, for the 10 o'clock show, Ben, we're gonna have some footage and have you and Oscar on. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, is everybody safe? Is this firefight? Did anybody get? Did anybody get shot up? Did any of the good guys get hurt?
5: Only the bad guys.
0: Thank God.
6: Uh, Only one uh, one casualty that it was a bad guy and then apparently the signals of, you know, a special expression by the migrants. This is the guy that it was raping a lot of women that it was stealing from the migrants as they were coming in. And he shot at center front. Uh, Officials, center front officials, took the decision to neutralize the situation, and after that, everything got handled. Uh, The two uh, other uh, criminals got detained. They were detained right there. Helicopters came to us, and they extracted us from the jungle and took us into safety. So the only bad thing is one of the migrants uh, got hurt uh, with a bullet, but uh, she's stable right now, and uh, and we're safe over here. Uh, Now they they put us over here into uh, the city
0: the bad guy that got shot up was uh, was identified he was one of the rapists that were causing problems with the women that are that are coming up through the Deering gap
5: we had just i mean I, you will not believe the footage that we got of biden's border invasion why why they in, uh, indicted president trump what's going on down here will shock everyone we had women y- young girls coming up crying said they'd just been raped and it's all because of the open border policies that are coming out of washington dc the the traitorous policies coming out it will shock you
0: uh, ben, what is your uh, what is your uh, social media so people can get to you tonight and follow you? Oscar, what is yours? And we'll see you back on here, first thing on the show tomorrow morning.
5: At Ben Berquam on everything, B-E-R-G-Q-U-A-M. Oscar
6: Bill Ramirez uh, and com, and, of course, uh, Sarah Real America's boys East.
5: And shout out, yes, Law & Border. We're actually down here taping one of our next episodes that we're doing a five-part series on on Colombia, Venezuela, and Panama. So, this will obviously be coming out in that, but we're going to be releasing what we
0: can as we can over the next few hours. That's the great new series on Real America's Voice you can see on Saturday. Um, last thing, is is Jan down there with you guys? Or are you doing this under his uh, mentorship, or where, where's Jan?
5: Yeah. Uh, he's in route. He was actually in Japan, so we're here with uh, Tom, Mike, uh, Matt Tomlin and uh, some other locals that we've uh, got contacts with. But uh, Michael Jan is the reason that we have contacts down here, so he's in route as we speak.
0: Okay, great. We'll get him. Uh, we'll get him on on when he gets down there. Guys, be safe. Uh, we'll see the footage and we'll see you back on here tomorrow morning on Real America's Voice, the War Room at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. That right there is signal. What you saw today, and this is why we weren't going to cover it wall to wall, is an embarrassing fiasco. It's embarrassing for this country. This is a day that's going to live in infamy for for the other side. And now you can see why we have to put our shoulder wheel, and it is, it is unacceptable that elected Republican officials have been quiet and not taking action. We need action, not just words. You need action. This is out of control. This, this is like we call they're the, they're, um, what's happening in New York City with Bragg and this crowd, they are the American Bolsheviks. They are the American Bolsheviks, and this is what they're trying to turn our country into. And it's not acceptable. We're not going to let him. Uh, we're going to, okay, at six o'clock, Gavin Wax is going to come back. Gavin's with us at six. We got Scott Pressler in Wisconsin. We may have, hopefully, Neil McCabe looks like he's come up with some scoops trying to track down Neil McCabe. we got a lot going on. Stick around. The second hour is going to be on absolute fire. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. You're going to need some good sleep tonight. You're not going to get a lot of hours of sleep, but you need to sleep of the sleep of the just. How do you do that on the products of MyPillow? Go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Buy one, get one free on the amazing MyPillow 2.0 made by the armor-piercing shell Mike Lindell and the great American manufacturing company up there in Minnesota. And, of course, brought to you by your humble servants here at the War Room. Also, Birchgold.com. It's time now for you to do some homework. You've got to get the Birch Gold. Go there, get everything, all the installments I've put out on the end of the dollar empire. It will explain to you exactly why we're in this fix with our money. Also, you'll get all the free information about precious metals, adding it to your IRA 401k. Gold hit an all-time high today. You know why? Japan, China, India, and Russia are buying it with two hands. Make sure you go check it out today get some information. Short commercial break. We're going to be back. On fire is the tee-up the pregame for President Trump going live to the nation at 8.15 tonight from Mar-a-Lago. Our own James Lothar will be there. Back in a moment. Presler and Wax next in the War Room. War Room posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data.